Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. We're preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest. Hey, uh, Captain Phil McCulley uh, from the Newton Fire Department. Bro, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having What is it about uh, this city that's special to you? So I grew up in Newton, uh, so I've got, I've got a nice soft spot for that. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great city. Depending on like where, where you are, you get a little bit of everything. So it's, it's dense enough in some areas, and then in some other areas, you know, it's a nice, nice neighborhood. It's, uh, it's 21 square miles. Um, so you got two major highways, two subway lines run through, um, you know, we got a population of 90,000. So depending on what you can always, every day is different here and, uh, there's always an opportunity for, for something cool to happen. The department's grown quite a bit. I mean, in 2016, you guys started a rescue company. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So in 2016, uh, we basically started a, a heavy duty rescue company. It's fully staffed with four guys and an officer. Uh, including the officer, I should say. And uh, yeah, they basically, uh, it, the city's growing so much. You know, it, like I said, we're, we're, we're in 90,000. We're, we're fast approaching 100,000 residents here in the city. So uh, the need for, for a heavy rescue company was recognized and uh, they, they, they instated it and uh, it's been great. So what's your first alarm assignment here? So our first alarm assignment, you're getting three engines, uh, Two ladders. One ladder is going to be dedicated to RIT and the, the heavy rescue and uh, and a deputy. That's uh, pretty. That's pretty good response for first alarm assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the engines are typically staffed with three guys. Uh, the ladder and rescue are staffed with uh, with four. Uh, and then if it's during the winter months, from like December till uh, till the end of March, you know, we have an extra guy in the engine, so we can be riding four deep on the engines. Talk to me a little bit about um, what it is for the administration here. Uh, what, what's the goal? So, like, you know, like, we've been very blessed that the, the chiefs we've been getting are, are cultivated from the department itself. Guys who are in the top spot have started out here as, as firemen and they worked their way up the ranks. So, you know, like, we have a lot of progressive chiefs who are very focused on, you know, back to the basic skills and they've been giving us the leeway, you know, to kind of mold the department and how we see it. We've, like I've said, we've, we've grown, you know, leaps and bounds. Adding a adding a company is nearly unheard of in this this day and age, and just having the, you know, that that support, you know, from the top down really resonates with all the guys. Oh, absolutely. Now you have 180 firefighters, correct? Yep, 180 firefighters are uh, like I like I said, our minimum staffing is uh, 36 uh, during the spring, uh, summer, and fall, and then during the winter we go up to uh, 42 minimum manning. Wow, what type of uh so we're a little shy of 10,000 runs uh, every year. It's yeah, a lot of runs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Split between six engines, uh, three ladders, a heavy rescue, and our and our deputy. It's uh, everybody gets a nice slice, you know. Yeah, absolutely. 
And when you first started here, how much growth have you seen? Uh, it's It's been phenomenal. I mean, we added a company, we've seen uh, three stations get redone. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of the, the, the staff vehicles get redone. It's it's great to have the support from the community uh, and just in, in terms of it growing too. We've had so many developments and so many buildings turn over that it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting to be working in this city. You know, just having them to have our back, you know, and to, and to be able to support us and whatever we're pursuing you know we've we, we've you know starting that heavy rescue company was was just a key indicator of like just the amount of support that we have behind us absolutely talk to me as a as a captain of the fire department what's your expectations of a new firefighter coming in the door here so as the as the training captain you know like my expectations you know like i'll, I'll take i'll take guys you know off the street guys and girls off the street you know we'll mold them you know into what into what we want but the one critical thing that that's that, that's hard to replicate is somebody passionate about the job, and like fortunately, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people growing up in the city here uh, who see the firemen uh, who want to get involved. And we've had the last couple of recruit classes, we've had a lot of passionate guys come up the ranks, and it's really that's awesome. refreshing. Yeah, you that, know? that's the best thing to hear. You know, because it, it is a, it is a passion. Yeah, it's, it, it is a passion for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's great, you know, because like when I started on the job, you know, I was uh, uh, 11 years ago. Like I was a uh, I was a rookie. I was I had a, a true passion for the fire service, and uh, you know, it's it's great to see you know how the, the the department you know see more guys like my like myself you know kind of coming on the ranks and, and coming up. I'm really excited to see what 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 the department will have in a couple of years. Talk to me about that museum because that that museum is phenomenal. Have it in headquarters. Yeah, so that fire museum was kind of the brainchild of uh, one of our retired captains, uh, or he's now retired. Uh, you know, like he's been collecting stuff for for decades, and uh, it's funny because like you know history repeats itself. So like you know I, I often get compared to to him, uh, but yeah, Captain Roach, uh, he he really is the curator, and I always joke around that I'm the deputy curator to that. Uh, seeing you know the, the development because yeah if you don't it, it having your history and knowing your history is is so important and it really builds in the the camaraderie and like you know uh, the passion with it and like it's hard to walk through that museum and not like oh I know you know it's feel been... feel the fire service Absolutely, there you know yeah. the stories behind every one of those helmets and all those relics you know right. like it's it's you, know, you can almost taste it you know like it's, it's good well it's funny I've, I've been to so many different uh, fire departments throughout the U.S. and had an opportunity to see similar museums and each time I do it's, it's like for the first time again yeah you know it really is awesome and you can like you said you actually can feel Newton's history inside that inside that room yeah from from the sled that was uh you know and that's that's the other thing that sled was you know refurbished by 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 kids in high school you that's know so cool. and like so they're getting a taste of that history yeah, also absolutely like like it's funny because like you'll see guys like uh you know guys who've gotten on the job like like it, it's infectious like absolutely. like like when they were when they were in high school like one one of the assignments one of the kids this is going way back when uh you know they used to punch out the the, the run cards oh, and that was one guy's job he was where he right. worked the print shop and he printed out all the run cards and wow. then you know a couple of years later he becomes a fireman and then like he has like uh he has a really good memory so like he could know like when a cut when a when an alarm bell came in he's like oh yeah that's the corner of so-and-so street and, and this street and guys would be like how do you know and he's like well i punched up that card and that's incredible <laughs> that is so incredible yeah and you had mentioned to me that this is home of Gamewell, right? Yeah, this talk, is the home of the uh, this is the home of the Gamewell Telegraph Company. So uh, Gamewell uh, 
telegraph company had its main manufacturing in the Highlands, and uh, up until the 70s, they were manufacturing those tele, tele, uh, telegram alarm boxes. So we maintain that system here. Uh, we've got four uh, full-time electricians, and like that's what they're that's what they're in charge wow, of. That's it's, awesome. It's it's great to have that that history and to see on those fireboxes made in Newton, Massachusetts. Like how not to feel passion for that, you know? That is and, so cool. Uh, and talk about fire department history. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like we we've got a great little mini game well exhibit uh, at at our fire headquarters. Uh, that once again, uh, Captain Roach, like you know, through collection and beg, borrow, and steal, you know, he was he grabbed a lot of those boxes, you know, that were hung up around the city of Newton, like, refurbished them, and they look spectacular. They do. It's uh, I love being in that room. You know? Yeah. And it's cool. You open the door, it's like wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like welcome back in time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, and then like. Yeah, the guys. It's yeah, like we, we like we teach the guys to wind the box, and then that's always a fun a right. fun day. Like when right. you give them the orientation of the probies, like be like, "Hey, do you you see like these were manufactured like right here in Newton right. Highlands and stuff." There, it's it's great. Now, as a new firefighter coming in, do you bring them into that museum and yeah, kind of tell them the history of the fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 do that. Like we usually like our recruits go to the, go to the state fire academy, and when they come back for for the next uh, for the next week. You know, we uh, what we do is we, we we take them through there and we give them the fire history, like you know the good times and the bad times. Like we had uh, in in the '90s, we had a, a pretty massive explosion at one of the manufacturing plant plants in Newton. One of the guys, uh, lieutenant at the time, uh, he got 90% of his body burned. He wow. survived, but like that's uh, that's like an important part to know. You know, both the good times and the bad times, and not to repeat history and to know that. You know, if, if something God forbid were to happen, the brothers and sisters here are, are here for you, you know, and like we'll 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 support them. And like Ray uh, was was burned in that explosion. Like we still we still go out with him, you know, like oh, the guys great. get together, the guys go out uh, and all that. And, uh, you know, it's it's great. That is incredible. Uh, one of my buddies um, uh, growing up, he did an internship with uh, with the fire department and like he was he would talk about it nonstop. So like my story uh, on getting on the job, like he, uh, you know, like we both went our separate ways. He, he enlisted in the Marine Corps. I went to college and then just through happenstance, the college I went to had a student, student fire department uh, on there. So like I got assigned to the, to the hall with all the, with all the volunteer firemen. Uh, who are also students, and then when the when the when the tone dropped, like I'd be by myself, uh, <laughs> in, you know, in, in the hall, and then you know I was like, oh, you know what, I'll start, I'll start, I'll start hanging around the station there. Uh, became a volunteer fireman, and then uh, and then you know what, I, I really found a passion for it. And even though I was going to school for communications, I uh, took the civil service test and I, I lucked out. I got in my hometown department, you know, and uh, it, it's been Nothing great. better than that. Yeah, it's 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 awesome, and I and for uh, when I was a when I was a probie, I was working out of my neighborhood that I grew up in, so it was great, you know, riding the truck that in the in the streets that you know that I was riding my bike on, and 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 dealing with the people who like I grew up with, and it's hard to replicate that. Like that's a good, it's awesome. It's 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 a great it's a great feeling. Like I I joke around, with the exception of my my two years in fire prevention, I really haven't worked on this job. It's every day is just it's it's not even really coming to work. It's it's just it's it's just. Hanging out and uh, and answering calls and, and doing some cool stuff and I mean you get literally get paid for something yeah, you love something yeah that, and that's where it is like uh, like I said like I I I, I almost. I always joke around. I, I say I work pro bono, uh, you know, because like I just I don't consider it work. <laughs> right, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, I go around and I talk to fire firm all over, and everyone, you know, the, the people that are on the program, and yep. people that get this job and, and truly love it and have a passion for it, they all they all say the same things. It's almost a script. Yeah. You know, it really is. So yeah. It, it's awesome to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. It's awesome. Thanks for having. It. Yeah.
Hey guys, welcome back to Pin the Q Productions, Pin the Q Podcasts. Great place to be right now. We were talking about the uh, the leaves on the trees, so the, cap, the captain mentioned that. It is the perfect time for you. If you're coming to New England, sorry the boys are going out, yeah. but uh, if you're coming to New England, this is the right time to come. Yeah, absolutely. So as you hear the uh, engines leaving the house, we always like to do things live um, in the firehouse itself in the setting, just, just for these reasons, because it's raw. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, Chief, uh, first and foremost, thanks for having us on the show. Always a pleasure. I, I really, really appreciate you having us in your firehouse and have an opportunity to see the place. Um, talk to everybody about um, where we are and who you are. Uh, so, my name's Eric Fricky, uh, 17 year veteran here with the Newton Fire Department. Uh, I'm a deputy chief in the department, and for our department, that rank is the shift commander's rank. Um, so I supervise everybody that's on duty today, uh, 10 pieces of apparatus, six engines, three ladders, and a heavy rescue company. Uh, my group here, group four, uh, including myself, it's 41 personnel. Wow. Um, it's it can be a lot and uh, you know you go to other bigger departments uh, even around here you know battalion chiefs uh, district chiefs whatever you like to call them most of them don't have that many guys to supervise right uh, and even when we go to some of our surrounding neighbors um, uh, you know their whole department might only be 45 or 50 guys right uh, so it, it can be a lot for me but it's you know every day is something new um, Newton's a city of about, on our last sentence, I think 88,000 people wow. uh, with two major highways, uh, most of Boston College, uh, a mix of you know urban, a little bit of commercial, a lot of residential. Uh, and so I like getting to see uh, all kinds of stuff all over the place. No two calls are ever the same. It's a big city. You know, Chief, uh, talk, talk to us a little bit about your, your, your beginnings, your humble beginnings now as a deputy <laughs> chief in a city whose size is pretty impressive. Talk to me about how it started for you. Uh, so I am not originally from Newton, which um, given the civil service hiring process here in Massachusetts is a rarity. Uh, I happen to live, I've got an apartment in Newton, um, which you know, for the right 18 month period, managed to make me wow. a resident here in Newton. Uh, I'd originally gone to uh, college to be a, a police officer. Okay. Saw the light, took the fire yeah, exam. Yeah, took the right exam. Yeah, took, took the <laughs> fire exam ex instead uh, at the advice of, uh, of a neighbor of my mother-in-law who was a captain uh, over in another department oh, here cool. in Metro Boston, uh, talked me into it. Um, I, it just felt like the right fit. Right. Um, it's uh, like I said, it, it, police department, fire department, they're both public safety. I, I think you get uh, at their core guys that want to do the same sort of thing for the community, applying right. for both jobs. Um, and so when I decided I, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a police officer, this was sort of a natural transition for me. Um, and Newton is a is a I think for me, like a, a really good sized department. Yeah. Um, it's not so big 
that you feel like you lost when you go to other parts of it. You don't know everybody on the job. It's small enough. I know everybody on the job. That's impressive at 180 guys. Right. You know, and at the same time, it's big enough that if you're a guy that's interested in promotion or advancement, right. uh, there's plenty of opportunity for that. Uh, there's a good blend as far as the kinds of calls we do, the kinds of uh, buildings and occupancies we have, the opportunities available. Again, engine rescue, right. uh, you know, plus, you know, the ladder. There's a lot of stuff there. Oh, absolutely. There. I mean, in 2016, you guys started the rescue company, which is another thing to strive for. It's huge. And uh, just uh, for me in my 17 years, I, I think uh, the good fortune to work here and the the way the citizens and the, the government here uh, has gotten behind the fire That's department. Um, I mean, when I got on uh, in the early 2000s, I think a lot, a lot of departments, yeah. we were struggling with older apparatus, older stations, uh, morale was low. Mm -hmm. um, we had a changeover leadership at the top and uh, both in the executive office here in the city wow. and uh, in the corner office here That's at the big, department. big turnover. And and those two individuals that, that got in together were really of like mind. And between the two of them replaced all of our apparatus. Wow. Um, there was a tie, you know, and there still is, but it, for the first time in, I want to say 20 years, all of our apparatus met the NFPA standards. That's uh, impressive. You know, because uh, it's not like that everywhere in the country. No, it's not like that. Right. And and they've been uh, rehabbing and rebuilding right. fire stations. Um, you know, since I've been on, they've they've rehabbed station four, station seven, uh, rebuilt station ten, rebuilt uh, station three here. That's beautiful facility and headquarters and and added capabilities that the department didn't have. You know, right. the, the chief of the department has taken over being the emergency management, right. which is a, a big step. That's a huge undertaking also, right. <laughs> especially and a city of so, size. Right, and, and between the stations, the apparatus, uh, you met with the captain, he could tell right. you he manages all the, the gear purchases. Yep. The, the gear has gotten uh, upgraded and we really we're in a nice position where the residents of the city and the management and the leadership in the city has prioritized public safety That's and the great. fire department has been uh, you know the recipient of a lot of that um, and like you said 2016 like who is putting brand new Nobody. companies into service honestly and especially in that time frame I mean there's companies closing there's right. there's people losing their jobs there's, you know in New Jersey firefighters go on the rights list because they're trying to find work uh, so it's really refreshing to come here and, and be able to hear that that your city is actually progressing uh, when others are just trying to keep their head above water so right. it's a testament to the city and a testament to the fire department got hired in 04 Station three was engine three and engine six. And in 05, after I'd been on about uh, right around a year, uh, they cut engine six. Okay. Um, and so to get in station three back to a two company house it's with phenomenal. a totally different piece is, uh, is something I didn't think I was going to see when they cut engine six. So that's going to lead me into my next question. What's it like for you to have 17 years and see the type of transition you've seen? Uh, it's. It's humbling in some respects, right? Like it, it yeah. really does make you think that, like, hey, this this department, this career, like, it's what we make of it, right? And it, absolutely, it shows you um, 
that everybody, whether it's the guy on the back step of the fire department, you know, of the engine, or the guy in the corner office at headquarters, like everybody can have an impact oh, on where this department goes. Um, and it's it's heartening for for somebody who's wanted to rise up through the ranks or has been rising up through the ranks as all of this has been going on right. to, to see that there's opportunity to really make like lasting change in the department, not just, you know, with the guys and that you're working change. with. Yeah, have some right. kind of a, a real definable piece of infrastructure legacy. Right. Like not just like the way the guys remember you or how the guys talk about you at the kitchen table when you're not there or, or what knowledge you might have passed on to them like there's an opportunity here because the city works with us because the the chief of department and the mayor have been of like mind Absolutely. there's a real chance to literally build something right that's going to be around long after you're gone the one thing i'll tell you um, about your fire department in in my short time here is that um the museum you know, the dedication to the game well upstairs, mm. how clean the facility is. Uh, every member I walked into or met has all been open to arms, hi and hellos, and, and welcome to our station and welcome mm. to our home. Um, that speaks volumes about the department as a whole. Uh, and what, what's going on here is such a good thing. And it's, uh, it's really, really nice to see. And I, I commend you on this type of atmosphere because it all starts at the top, in my opinion. Sure. Absolutely, and it's if you go around or you see other departments, um, you know that are in different places. You know whether right. that be, uh, you know, they're short-staffed and, and they're having a hard time getting funding, or maybe they prioritize things ahead of uh, PPE or or apparatus, or you know the, the morale is in a different place. Absolutely, and it's that is that's a real benefit to working here. There's so much opportunity. You know, I don't want to say the guys don't have anything they could want because, as you know, right. there's always something there's always else the guys could want. <laughs> well, what are the two things, right. farming, right? They hate things the way they are and they hate change. Right. change yeah, change and the way things are, right? But, uh, but there's so many opportunities here. Um, and you're really limited by like what you want to do absolutely. with it. And that's not always that way. And so- You're absolutely right. It's, and the new kids that are getting on, I, I say to them, I go, you don't know what it used to be like. Well, you don't, you don't have any, and, I, I say that not like like I'm the old crusty guy and right, like, you, right. you know uh, uphill to school both ways in the snow no yeah, shoes yeah. like that's not how I say it I say it like you don't you don't have any idea how good you have it and you should take that and run with it Absolutely. like don't uh, there are guys legitimately now like I don't know why you would get beat down and burnt out the way guys used to be when they felt like City Hall didn't care about them and and like they, they come out of the bay you see the truck you're like oh yeah, I can't believe I have to ride this yeah, it's again. rusted up and right and yeah things it, falling off of it we don't have that now right. like there's no reason all they to have get to do chief <laughs> is just go to another place you know go to go to a fire department <laughs> next door a few towns over and, and walk into their bay and I'm like you know what I don't have it so bad you know where, where I'm at it, it sometimes really, it takes that it really is and I I, I know I, I sound you know like like a, a guy that's beating the trumpet for, but uh, you have to understand that like we're in a business where people are constantly asking you to do more with less. Oh God, yeah. Right, right. all the time. And, yeah. and that's how 
the vast majority of fire departments operate is like 100%. more to do. And what do you get? You get hazmat calls. You get more medical calls. Right. We're going to ask you to do uh, these inspections now. And especially recently, like, oh, here's additional COVID precautions and the, the workload is up. And by the way, your paycheck doesn't go up and we don't have the money to do X, Y, and Z because we now have to fund this. And, and Newton, we have really missed a lot of that. Wow. And, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bad brag. It's not everybody's situation, but uh, it's important, at least for well, it's me. It's important to recognize to, it. Yeah, right. To Absolutely, recognize that yeah. and, and to see that as the opportunity to take advantage of. Absolutely. It's like we, we've been very fortunate. Yeah. And I think we all have to step back if you really look at it and like appreciate, you know, how it is here. Absolutely. Chief, it's been uh, an absolute honor to talk to you and to get a look at the inside of the firehouse and, you know, your perspective. In, in closing, before I let you off the hot seat here, <laughs> I, I always I always like these questions to, to guys up top, right? Um, guys in the brass. And the question is, what's it like for you now to have to take a step back from riding backwards and now mm -hmm. being in a position where, you know, you got the white bell cap and you got this responsibility. <laughs> this is a tremendous amount of responsibility. Sure. Talk to me a little bit about what that's like for you. Honestly, if we're being honest, like the one thing I miss the most, I miss driving the truck. Like the idea that I'll never drive the truck again. I loved driving the truck. I loved pumping a fire. And I know that's not what a lot of guys say. Like right, right. a lot of guys would no, say that, honest, like, that's yeah. the job they don't want, right? right, right. Like they all you stuck out. But I loved doing that stuff. Um, and this is, I mean, this is back pre. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Google Maps and directions. Oh, yeah. Where you well, actually know where you're going. <laughs> you had to know the splits. Right. You know, you had to know where the hydrants were. Where's the standpipe? And like, I, I loved being responsible for that. So the, right. there are parts of being. Well, what are the firemen? That's important there job. Are, there are parts of being a firefighter that I really miss. Yeah. Uh, riding the car and being the chief, but at the same time, like that's uh, there are benefits to it as as well, right? Yeah. Like, and it's. Uh, I enjoy uh, the idea that, that you know there's 40 guys there that you can be a mentor to. I, I like uh, I, I say to guys all the, I say to the other deputies all the time like your groups exist um, on the gratitude of my guys that were good enough to get promoted and are now fleshing out your groups, making your groups better. My, right. my guys get good and they get promoted right. and now they go get to be your guys. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, and so I like seeing uh, the, the people that work for me and with me, right. like have their own successes. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, their wins become my wins. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I love that. I love being able to great see answer. guys take control of their own career, right. like have a drive and have things they want to do. And I like seeing them succeed. I like being able to help them out whatever and whenever I can. It's um, awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and from the other side. In your side, position to do that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the, the, the captain goes around with us and, and he's training and safety, but he's not always on. Um, and so... I like the idea that I can shoulder some of that responsibility. Like, listen, like, if you've done what you need to do with your guys, they don't really need me on the vast majority of these calls. Right. They know what they're supposed to do. They have the skills to do it. They have the drive, the initiative, you know, the own 
personal leadership. They know what they're supposed to do. They go out and do it. They're hard chargers. They don't need me 99% of the time. And it lets me step back and, you know, try to keep keep everybody safe. Right. Right. Try to, you know, just step back, remind them of the things maybe they didn't think of. The the 1%, the the low frequency, high risk stuff that might come to it. Exactly. And that's been a challenge for me. Uh, One, to take that step back and and to try to see it from the 10,000 foot view and to not get so intimately involved with all the details. Um, And it's a big change. It's, I would say for me, the hardest test I ever took was a lieutenant's test, but the hardest transition is definitely the transition to deputy because it's a whole different set of skills, not just at the desk and with the paperwork, but also with what you are supposed to pay attention to, what you're supposed to be responsible for on the fire ground. It's, it's a tremendous amount of responsibility, and unless you're doing it, it's hard to understand it. It's, and until you start to do it, right. I really don't think you know what you're in for. And I really don't think, you know, you understand. Like it, 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 the first couple of months in the car, I slept worse than I ever did, right? Home <laughs> and stress, a, home right? and away, right? right? Like it didn't matter where it was. I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning worrying about what was going to happen, and I wasn't even at the station yet. I was just getting ready to go in, right. and then I, I couldn't sleep here worrying about the guys. And and it's it, it takes some time to develop some trust between you and the other officers, right. and it takes some time to to learn how to, to, you know, lead those guys, uh, to know when they need to be led, to know when they need to be left alone. And that's just not something. And that's going to develop yeah. over time. It's certainly not going to happen overnight. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's, like I said, it's, you can go to all the classes you want to go to yeah, and you awesome. should, and you should. And I've and, taken. And that, that's where we try to tell these people all the yeah. time. They take classes as much as you can. Uh, yeah. If for nothing else, for lunch, right. when you're sitting around with the other guys, talking about your department and how you guys do things and listening to them talk about their department and how they go, even if that's the only thing, and it right. won't be, but even if that's the only thing you get out of that class on uh, uh, pump operations right. or or crew management or, or whatever you've gone to the academy for or your, you know, your local convention, the only thing you get out of it is the networking session at lunch. It's worth it. Absolutely. It's worth it to be able to, and to, again, to be able to have a guy in other surrounding departments that you know, oh, let me call so-and-so right. and find out what's going on over there. Or Networking is huge. I, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Huge. And uh, I mean, especially at my level, like I have in my phone, like all the guys that are in my position, you know, over across the border in Waltham, across the border in Watertown, uh, Brookline. You know, I know all the, sometimes I have questions about, hey, how do you guys do X, Y, Z over here? Right. And to be able to have somebody that not only that I know, that I met, that I can put a name to a face, but, but that I trust. know will, will take my phone call, right. return my text right away. And, you know, you know, give me the, some of that like behind the scenes information. That's awesome. You know, it's like you said, you know, you don't want to make introductions in a foxhole. Like you don't no. want to walk on scene uh, <laughs> on a mutual aid call right. and and meet these guys for the first time. Absolutely not. Yeah. And it, you said all the right things and it, it's, it's, it really is a testament to the way this agency runs and, and how impressive this department really is. Chief, it was a, it was a pleasure talking to you and I yeah, appreciate you having me in your house.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. Brought to you by Pin the Q Productions. Visit us at www.pintheq.com. 